So, I am doing a second podcast today. Uh, this is chapter three, um, and Ed Edmonds. <laughs> uh, there are two of them. They ha- were big things that happened, and they completely had spaced my mind. And I didn't go into detail about some of the friends who helped me through high school. Um, so, the first one is um, my first crush. My first real crush. We were playing baseball. I was wearing jeans and a black tank top. She had walked by and smiled at me. And I said, if she walks by again... I'm getting her phone number. And she did. So went down there, all smooth, and got her phone number. Uh, we talked for an hour on the phone. We started dating. She went to West High School. I went to East. I got home. She had cheerleading. So by the time I got home, she was done with cheerleading. I met her halfway and would walk her home or walk her to my house. Uh, we dated for a month. It had gotten serious for children (laughs) um i was really thinking about losing my virginity to her i was still scared because i told my mom i wouldn't lose my virginity until i was 18 or until i was 100 percent in love i wasn't quite sure what this was so i was scared Uh, we went to the woods on the way to take her home there happened to be a, my buddy was using the tent out there. We were going to use the tent because he was at work. Um, we were in the process of making out and my best friend had been um, following us. He was, again, he was younger than I am. I used to babysit for them and we became really good friends. Um, and because of this, we ended up not having sex. Um, and then she ended up cheating on me. And I experienced my first real heartbreak. Um, the friends of my life, I had moved into the townhouse and became really good friends with the boys next door. I babysat them. Uh, Jonathan, Christopher, and Kyle. Um, all be- We became really close. Those are the guys that uh, played baseball with, hung up, played football with, uh, Chris, Chris, um, another buddy of mine, he's the one that helped me through English, he helped me through a lot, he was like my right hand man, he had gone through thick and thin with me, um, he had dated my sister of course, <laughs> but we had gone through some really good things together, um, we would both protect Amber. He didn't take it personally when she broke up with him. Um, it kind of tra- transitioned from her boyfriend to my best friend. So that worked out. Uh, another buddy of mine I met in high school was Dean. Very cool guy. Very cool guy. Uh, very easygoing. Um, I wish he had more confidence in himself in high school. My sister got him into smoking. Um, they also dated. Really cool guy. He looked out for Everybody, the three of us, me, Dean, and Chris, would all just like, my house was a hangout spot. Um, I had the cool parents, I had room in the basement, so I had a big old room. We would just go 
like across the street from my house when I moved out of Meadowbrook, moved out of the apartment. I, we moved into a house, and across the street and behind these other people's houses was a convenience store. So we would go. There's a path. We would walk the path, and we would go and get um, just like four bags of chips and like three two liters of Mountain Dew, and we would mix the chips in my mom's big old mixing bowl. And we just play video games all night. Um, our favorite game to play at that time was Nocturne. We'd play hours and hours and just hang out. Um, I had a little pool table. But not like a little pool table. It didn't sit on the table, but it sat <coughs> up high enough where you can use it. But it wasn't a full-size pool table. Um, and then the other big event that happened that I happened to leave out was actually saving a guy. Uh, I saved a man's life, to be honest. Um, my dad had gotten his own card shop, which was awesome, which is something I want to do. I want to own my own card shop. He had a sports card shop. I want to own a gaming card shop, but he had done it. Um, him and his buddy had gotten together, and they came up with this card shop. They had rented the space for it. My mother had gotten a credit card. Everything was going good. Um, and then he was ripping off people on eBay. He was promising things. He was buying things off eBay without paying it. He was selling things on eBay without giving it to them. And all of this was done attached to my mom's credit card. So understandably, when my father heard about this, he he lost his temper. Um, anybody in that situation. Um, in our family, the we protect our own. Our own above everything else we are a tight-knit family and the women in our family are treated above god that's how this works we do anything and everything for our family so it had um pissed him off to be a hundred percent and he had every right well in the middle of his rage i had spent the night in a garage because it was just our empty garage and we had moved a bed in there and tv and stuff like it was just a hangout spot the garage door had broken um it had a lift on it to keep it on track it was just this metal l looking metal l shaped with a wheel attached to it and it had slipped off the track and the garage had come down garage door had come down and it got lodged and i'm yanking yanking and it lodged itself free and it smacked me in the face smacked me so hard in the face that I had my hands over my head and I came out and my sister was like what's wrong and I pulled my hands away from my head and blood squirted everywhere um, my father had to rush home to take me to the ER and that is the last time at that time I mean they eventually settled everything and everything blew over but that was the last time for years they talked to that guy because he had to come home and take me I remember being rushed to the ambulance. Um, our neighbor had given me her shorts because nobody had any towels or anything to stop the bleeding. I get there. Uh, they had... My father had held my hand through this whole entire time. Like, I wanted to be extremely brave in front of him. Um, they put nine stitches in. They would given me the Novocaine, which hurt. And then my dad took me to go see it. And I'm looking at these stitches. And the stitches were awesome. But I had blood in my hair. And they had acted as gel. Like, <laughs> and it spiked up my hair. So I had red 
blood all in my hair. And the first thing I said was, because when we got there, they had put me in a wheelchair and the pretty nurse had wheeled me into the room. So I was like, did the pretty nurse see this? <laughs> Do I look that ridiculous? Like, forget the scar. Um, it took a few weeks and then I pulled the stitches out, which didn't hurt at all. And this is funny because it is on my left eye. Years later, years later, with my son Logan, he was playing at the foot of his brother's, his big brother's bed. He had jumped to the front. He was at the foot of it, and he jumped to the headboard. Um, his, my son had this huge, giant headboard that could fit books and stuff. It had shelves. Logan had jumped and hit his head, his right eye. Um, but he beat me in the stitch department. I think he needed like 14 stitches in his eye. But he didn't bleed, and he was calm. More calm than me and my wife were. Oh, my wife handled it very well. She's very good under pressure. <laughs> um, we went, and he had stitches. So we kind of share a matching scar on several eyebrows, which is a cool thing. But I just wanted to add these oh, admissions to additions to this. Um, talking about friends, I had... A long-time friend, like a really long-time friend, um, Cassie. We had been through a lot. Um, not to put everything out there, but I was her first kiss. I became her protector, like her older brother in sorts. Uh, the whole dating thing wouldn't have worked for us. We were too close. My friend I talked about in the previous chapter... Jason, he had, his brother had passed, his brother had passed away. Um, it's a little tough for me to talk about because his family had been in our family forever. And his brother had, um, his brother had hung himself over a girl. Um, it was at this point, um, I tried to be as best I could for him but he had lost his brother and that was a lot for him so he had transitioned into depression and um, a lot of marijuana use and I didn't know how to deal with it being a teenager I didn't know how to help him so I stepped away from it I have not talked to him since this was Middle school, I think, 8th grade. I have not spoken to him since, and it hurts so much. I don't, even if I could get a hold of him, I wouldn't know what to say. I just wouldn't. That being said, um, my hick friends, one of them that really stuck out, and I still talk to this day, I talk to two of them, uh, Vernon and Tom. They are both huge wrestling buddies with me. They were, we had... Uh, spent the night at Vernon's house one time and stayed up all night. Like, we crashed outside playing WWE. We stayed up for 24 hours. Watched the sunrise as a teenager. That was awesome. Just staying up for 24 hours. I could do it again, but probably wouldn't want to. <laughs> yeah, well, I have a tight-knit group of friends. We had a... I had a really good friend, um, 
His name is Sean. He, again, he dated my sister. Vernon and Tom never dated my sister. They were my friends. <laughs> um, Sean was the black sheep of us. He was a cool dude. He st still is a cool dude. I st again, I still have him on Facebook. I still reach him whenever I want to. Uh, he's the one that introduced me to Slipknot. All day. They're the guys that introduced me to the heavy metal stuff. Got me out of the punk stuff. <laughs> uh, I had some really killer friends in high school. Uh, I still have really killer friends now. I just... Times change. People change. People grow apart. Get their own families. Get their own lives. But I always like to keep that close-knit group of friends. Because I will do anything for them. And they will do anything for me. With that being said, this is the end of the additions to Chapter 3. I hope you enjoyed this bonus content in the podcast. Till next time. Much love. JD out.